Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find our podcast, along with many other podcasts, along with articles of opinion, video segments, and much, much more. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent with exclusive contents for our Patreons. Hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Sí, es un club que tiene una grandeza que no se comprende si no estás aquí dentro. Son de una magia única, benfiquista. Son nos sentimos así. Por muchos gustos que podamos tener, valores más altos se levantan. O valor mais alto que se levanta em termos futebolísticos chama-se Benfica. Quero o Benfica intimidar o adversário. Quero o um manto sagrado entrar com vocês em qualquer estado. E estamos, pá! É isso que eu quero! Well, 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 here we are once again. Welcome, everybody. Welcome a second time. Let us know how the sound is, man. We're, uh, again, we're, we're, we're trying some, some new things here. Uh, so we're, we're hoping for your feedback so we could fix this up. Dave, let's, let's try your audio. How you doing? Can you hear Dave? Again? Okay. Dave. What's happening since last week, brother? That's right. And with me, as always, Cristiano Oliveira, Woman de Pera. <laughs> I can't. Tell. That was years ago. I had a long Pera. That was a long What's time happening, Cristiano? How you been, man? I know you're not going to talk too much today. Not How good, you been? Man. Not good. Dealing with headaches and stuff. But headaches, man. yeah. Another day, another pod. We miss uh, Steve dearly here on the podcast. Uh, we need to get him back on one of these days. Steve's busy with life. He doesn't even have to. Uh, he doesn't have time to watch Mefica, especially when Mefica is playing the way they're playing. Right. Well, that's why it's great now. There's nothing to talk about. You know <laughs> There's nothing I mean? to talk about. I mean, it's good. You can come on here and talk about your reason in the newspapers like we do. Yeah. Um. I was talking to this Steve. This guy else is saying can't hear Dave. Can't hear Dave. That's so funny. Go ahead, Dave. Super Dave. <laughs> Dave's at the Marquez Pumbao right now. You guys can't hear him. Let's see how we could. Rapaz, fala aí umas merdas, pá. Enquanto eu faço isto. Oh, okay. So, uh, Dave, uh, which one of the 343 players that Roger Schmidt took to to to, to St. George with him? Um, which one of them are you most excited to uh, to to see? <laughs> how about this? Now, how about this? Which one are you most likely to see off this team? Not most Not likely. Most which, likely. Which, yeah. which one are you most excited to see off this team? team? That's, That's the one. The one. <laughs> Did you? Did you? I didn't watch, I didn't the, watch game. the game. I didn't watch, I didn't the, watch game. the game. I'll be brutally honest, brutally honest, to you, honest guys, to you guys, to you, Dave, and everybody, and everybody else, else listening. listening. Uh, you know, apologies, apologies ahead of time. I'm afraid to call. He's like, come on. Game's on TV. You're going to watch it? Yeah, I'll check it out. 
And then once I tuned it in, I saw the field level camera, and I saw these guys wearing their practice uniform and said, listen to me. And I turned it off. So I'm going to have to rely on you, Dave, and the Freddies and the chat. Um, to talk to us talk through us about through the performances about of some of these players. players. But before, but before you, go you go off, Dave, Dave and, 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 you know, you're ready to you're jump ready out of a plane for these guys, guys. Just, I want you to practice, just practice, right? Talk about practice. But, but, but give us the number, at least. What is this number? <laughs> okay. 21. Wait, wait. No, let me try something here. Uh, this this is Nelson's favorite podcast. He can't hear us. <laughs> Nelson, who? Nelson Carvalho. This is no sound now. No sound at all. That's what he says. No sound now. Yeah, Dave is faint. Dave is faint. Yeah. Um, so guys, don't like to palavras. So Dave, uh, go ahead. So uh, Ba impressed you, number 21. You got so much to talk about all the time and you can't carry a conversation right now that I'm doing this. I'm doing it, but people say they can't hear us. So what's the point in talking? They can't. They they should be able they to said, hear us. They said no sound now. I don't know. So Dave, uh, what else? What else? Um, so you weren't obviously 21 at a decent game, but you... Uh, I can hear you guys. Dave is faint. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So, uh, I, again, they want to hear about this game. It's the one game I didn't watch. But uh, in other news, all joking aside now, getting back to, to serious things. Benfica played a game against Saturday at St. George's St. George, St. St. George's Park. 2-0 victory against Reading. Ba opened the score, and then he had an assist. Right, Dave? He, uh, for the sec Who scored the second goal? I forget. Hey, you're a neighbor. Oh, Julius. Uh, Machina, Machina. That guy needs to start. Machina. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Left out. Don't say just Malpa. We can't get Dave. Sound came back for you, but Dave is faint. We can't we can't get Dave. And uh, I don't know. Well, I can hear I, Dave, so I don't No, yeah, because the thing is, the thing is that uh, if you're on and we go to you for you to talk, then it's just going to be blank. So the podcast is, you know, it's going to be whatever. But we can still hear you, Dave. You can stay here. You can stay here because we can hear you. Whatever you got to say, you say it. Yeah, but then if we... No, but he could talk as I'm talking. He could talk over Yeah, me. but the times that he's talking uh -huh. and we're silent, it's just going to be that, what I'm that saying, silence. Dave does... No, but he could like kind of like that, that producer in your ear. Doesn't do that? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Uh, here's here's what you could do. Um, go home? No, not go home. Hold on a second. All right. Continue. I have a lot. So, after that impressive victory in, in preseason, opening up in FICA's preseason's uh, friendly schedule, the news that everyone around the world was very interested in hearing about and, and, and knowing was whether Enzo Fernandez, and it's going to take me a while, by the way, guys, for those of you listening, for you, Alfredo, Dave, it's going to take me a while with this Enzo thing because I always go back to Enzo Paris, right? And so now it's going to, it's going to take me a little while to get used to Enzo Fernandez. But that was the news that everybody was wondering about. Is this guy going to come now? 
Is he going to come in December? We haven't heard anything official from anybody. Benfica really hasn't said anything officially uh, publicly to anyone about this whole situation. You start hearing rumors about Rui Pedro Braz having to go out to Argentina and whatnot. So long story short, the man has arrived in Portugal as of this afternoon. Um, so he'll be joining Benfica, uh, I guess, over the next couple of days in London. I'm assuming he's going to have to go through his whole physical stuff and signing. And tomorrow they should do some type of presentation before he travels over to England to meet up with the rest of his teammates. And what we hope is the start of a beautiful relationship with Benfica and Enzo Fernandez. Hope he's going to be another one of those fantastic Argentinian boludos that we're accustomed to having in our midfield. Um, but I tell you, though, Dave. He did not get off to to, to the to the to the prettiest of starts, I should say, with the Benfica world with his comments. I don't know if you heard him last night before boarding a plane to Frankfurt, and then obviously doing the whole turnaround to, to Lisboa from Frankfurt. He Frankfurt, I should say. He had a couple of words for the Argentinian media, and he said that you know he's excited to be joining a team that's basically a trampoline <laughs> for him to go on to bigger and better clubs throughout European football. Um, I know some people made a little bit much about it. Others didn't care about it. And I, 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 to be brutally honest with you. Okay. All right, Dave. Dave, love you guys. Good evening. Oh, look at Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Yeah, so uh, getting back to Enzo. Alfredo, what do you think about those comments? Oh, well, here's the, the, the thing, right? We're, we're jumping all over the place because we're having some technical difficulties, but I could get into the Enzo thing. The thing is that we don't know if 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 Benfica is presenting it to to saying, look, I understand we're not a premier club in in Europe right now. We're not one of the top clubs, but we're a club that that is a gateway. We're a club that's a gateway into Europe, into bigger clubs, and you have. A multitude of examples of players that have entered Europe through Benfica and have gone on to have good careers in Europe at Premier Clubs. So we don't know if this is what Benfica is offering or marketing. I hope that's not the case. Because for a guy to say, oh, this can be a trampoline, is is a disrespect to the club he just signed for. But I hope that's not the case, Alfred. I hope that's more... That's more agent talk and, and, and his advisors talk more so than Benfica. It's kind of like you're trying to date a girl. Like, listen, uh, I'm not ultimately going to be marriage I, material, I but hey, you know. I just, like, um, I, nah. you know, I, I would find it very hard if I got somewhere. Um, And I was talking to somebody at, so let's say, for example, uh, you know, and I'll give you a scenario, right? I started a new job. I'm talking to a guy. Uh, and I say, and I tell the guy, yeah, really, I, I really want to go work for for this company, but this is just a stepping stone. I would never say that publicly. to uh, to a uh, publicly because it shows a lack of respect. And a guy that has had social media training, has had media training in terms of what do you say and what you don't say. I think that when you come out and say that just out of your own volution. But but didn't the reporter lead him in that way? In I, I don't know if it led him, but but I still think he still if, can't say. But that. even if he leads, if he leads somebody now, if Benfica is marketed themselves as saying, "Look, we know we're we're not a premier club, right?" But if we could be a, a stepping stone, an entry, a gateway into Europe, I have no problem. Number one, he can't go play in, in England. But here's the thing: 
I, I don't have a problem with Benfica per se saying that behind the scenes, right? Because that's the reality. Kind of try to sell the guy on joining the team and like, look, look at the former players. Look at all these players that have joined us. Look, look at where they're at now. Look at what we're doing. Look at where we're placing players. I, I could kind of, you know, they are right. They're not lying about the whole situation, but you cannot say that publicly. Enzo Perez can't say that publicly. If Perez, see, I'm telling it's going to take me a while. Enzo Fernandez cannot say that publicly, and Benfica cannot say that publicly. It just cannot happen. Even if Benfica public will not publicly. It's the truth, but you right. can't come out and say I, that. I'm 100% with you. And I and I do agree that Benfica is a trampoline, right? And, and we all hope that sitting here in two years, this guy has all of Europe after him, which means he's had a very successful spell at Benfica, right? We all hope we're sitting here saying that. But you still can't say that publicly. I get it. And so that's where if Benfica is marketing themselves to a player, as you just stated, right, you have – that's fine. You could present all that, the beautiful videos of John Felix in a private jet onto Madrid. Look what we've done. Look at Darwin came in with a little toot whatever, toot-toot at the top of his hair. Now he's got he's got a nice fade look, and he's on a plane to Liverpool, private jet, yada, yada. It's all beautiful. Fine. But listen, publicly – you're excited to come for this club, to come play for this club. It's a, ginor- a ginormous club with a lot of history, one of the biggest clubs in Europe. Da, 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 da. You're excited. You can't get to wait to get to work. And end of story. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You it's can't elaborate canned, on it's that. It's a canned reply you can't. that you have that should be your standard reply to reporters. I'm excited, like as Cristiano mentioned, I'm excited to to join a club with with such history, um, and and reputation, and I'm ready to work. Carlos, this is before he, he boarded the plane, so don't say prior and guarded from jet lag. This is before. So if he was already jet lag before he got on the plane, yeah, I I think that I don't. I I think that. It, there's a, there's an aspect of there where I think Benfica is is somewhat marketing themselves as a gateway. Look, it's a club that has a lot of success in Portugal. It's a club that has a lot of history in in Portugal. It's a club that has welcomed many players from South America that ended up having ha- good careers in Europe. Yes. So you know you'll have that exposure. Number one, he can't go play in England because he doesn't meet no the, the 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 visa. The visa requirements, right, or or work permit, I should say. Yes. Uh, n- number two, who else was uh, Spain? Was it interest from it was Spain? Milan. There was a couple of teams in Spain, but regardless of what the situation right. is, right, regardless of what the situation, who was interested, who was not interested, I think we're tying it back to last week. If you guys recall, last week I was on a podcast and I was upset, yeah. and I mentioned that, like, bro, I want players at Benfica that want to be at Benfica. Right. If this guy clearly respected Benfica and he wanted to join Benfica, he would have made it. He would have made it possible. He would have forget about. He would have forgotten about the the Libertadores, and he would have made everything possible on his on his on his behalf to join the club now because it's a dream come true to play in Europe, playing the Champions League. But due to the fact that he chose the Libertadores over joining this supposedly dream come true for a lot of these South American players, right? You want to give him a pass, but then you hear these comments at the airport as he's saying bye to his family before he boards a plane to the other side of the world. It clearly shows you where his mind is that to him, Benfica is not a special club that he's joined. To him, it validates what I said last week in terms of I want players that want to be here. If you respected Benfica, he would have joined right away. And then when the guy comes out and says, well, it's a trampoline, you could, right then and there, you know, there it is. 
O gajo não tem, que, não tem aquele respeito pro Benfica that we're hoping that a player of his caliber and the money that we're spending that we're hoping that these types of guys have before joining our club. As I mentioned before, if this was another big time club, if it was Real Madrid knocking, you think he's going to say, yo, uh, let me play Libertadores before him? And I get it. Real Madrid is Real Madrid. It's a bad example, right? Because nobody ever turns their back on Real Madrid. Well, not nobody, unless Mbappe, but very few players turn their back on Real Madrid. For the most part, um, these other big time clubs in the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, you know, Bundesliga, whatever. These guys, when they want a player, they go and they get them. And, and these players don't, don't, don't talk about, let me play the Libertadores. I just thought it was a bad sign then. And then it validated all my fears and it validated my, 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 my thoughts about the disrespect and where Benfica is not a respected club throughout world football by his comments. I think he just validated it all, in my opinion. But realistically, do you think that Benfica is a respected club throughout no, the world No, I told football? you, no. I've told you plenty of times, no. Benfica today does not command the same respect it once did throughout European football. It does not. Right. No, I, I agree with you. Uh, there's definitely, there's, look, uh, I am choosing to kind of bypass the, the whole comment and because we hear, we've heard it so many times from, from other players Uh, that I'm kind of I'm I'm choosing not to get stuck on that. But does it leave a, a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth? Yeah. No, look, and, I, and I'm reading the chat, and, and most of these guys say, "Look, it's a reality. We all understand it's a reality, but you can't come out and and say it before you even join the club. You just can't say it. You gotta be. I'm sorry. You, you gotta be political. You gotta be politically correct. Absolutely. Until the last day. Look, this is your new club. I'm excited. It's a huge club, huge tradition. They just had a tremendous run throughout the Champions League football. We hope that this year we could, you know, add to that. We could get better. We want to get. I want to win titles. This is my dream. It's always been my dream to play in European football. Benfica is opening the doors for me to come into Europe, and I'm forever grateful. You can't be talking about leaving before you even joined. You haven't even put on a shirt. You haven't even taken a picture with Aurelius in his fatreno. Well, good thing he's not there no more. But you, you haven't even posed for a picture that you the joined giant, the club. Next to the giant jersey. And 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 here you are talking about a trampoline. Yeah, Come I get on, that. Guy. Look, it is the reality. We get it. But you can't say it, in my opinion, you can't say that publicly. And look, so much so that he's already, you go on the forums, you go on Twitter, social media, whatever, whatever you, you, what it is that you do that you, you know, get your Benfica information from or you, you talk to other Benfica around the world uh, with, it, there's already, it's turned a, a, a portion of that fan base already against them because of those comments. Again, it's, we all know it's the reality, but you don't have... To be that brutally <laughs> honest before you've even joined, right? And it's upset a lot of people. And again, and then you add that to the fact that this guy was willing to pass on his dream to play in the Libertadores, which makes no sense. But I, I just, didn't, didn't Verissimo have uh, the same thing that he was going to play in the Libertadores, and only until he got done would he be able to join Benfica? I think there's there was a, diff, a. But there's a total. There's there's a total. There's a huge difference between the two. One is the club demanding and saying, look, I'll sell you the player, but he's only leaving then. As opposed so, to the uh, player saying, I'll only leave then. So, look, Vinicius, no, but, if but you know for a fact orders, that there was him that said I, that, we, or never, was it the club? I've never heard anything in the contrary. I've never heard anything that was Vinicius that wanted to play Libertadores. Never heard anything. It was always, you know. No, but uh, you've heard that there was Santos it was Angel him. that wanted to play the From what, Yeah, the guy gave, look at his interviews. It was his dream. He just gave his, right. two weeks ago, before playing uh, the first game against Velez. He came out and he said the same thing. 
<laughs> Dave's talking. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Dave. Uh, Dave makes a great point. They, they, yeah. Dave's saying that uh, Roger Smith's initial press conference was about, you know, he said, if you love football, you love Benfica. Uh, but there's there's no reason why Roger Smith w would also wouldn't be looking as to Benfica as a as a stepping stone uh, to a bigger job. Uh, but yeah, I get that. I get that, dude. I look. You could sit here, you and every and he himself could excuse himself and explain himself to me and and you know behind the scenes, I totally understand. Like, yo, who the hell wants to play in Portugal for the rest of their careers? Not even the Portuguese players want to do. Why would I get it? Right. I understand. Like, my goal is to go make money. Benfica's paying me handsomely, but I can make double, triple, quadruple if I perform to the level that I'm expected to perform, and I can really take care of my family for the rest of our lifetime. I get all that, right? right. To me, to it's, me not, it's, not, it's not breaking, it's not breaking news. news. We understand, we understand that, very that very clearly. clearly. My only, my only thing, thing is, is you can't, can't say, say that, that publicly. publicly. There's certain, There's certain things, things that I can, that I can say, say behind the behind scenes, scenes you that I can't say on the podcast. The world of nobody. So imagine somebody like that, the guy that's worth right now, Benfica spent $10 million on him right now, and it could go up another $8, eight million if, if he reached the objectives. And, and like, bro, we're spending money on you, and you're talking yeah. about, like, I don't even want to be. It just makes no sense. I get I get it. So you have a, a, a already a, a sour taste from, from Enzo, and you better bring it. I had a sour taste when he chose the Libertadores over joining us. And just go back and listen to last week's pod. I wasn't happy. Right. So this now, is just, I'm willing just to gamble com compounded on it. Yeah, I'm willing to gamble because he's supposedly a phenomenal player. And look. Okay, fine. And and like most guys in the chat say, oh, if he leaves his shirt, you know, if he leaves his blood, sweat, and tears. I get all that. We we understand that. And look, there's been guys, right? No better example than my boy Adele Trapped. Majority of the fan base, 99.9% .9 of the fan base hated the guy's guts. Now, there's still a huge chunk of the fan base that hates the guy's guts, but a lot of, but also another big chunk of that fan base has learned to respect the guy because he comes in, he's changed his attitude, and he's, you know, through his effort on the pitch, He's changed some of the fan base's opinion. And I'm pretty sure Enzo will do that himself. But it's just right now, the, the at the beginning, the, the initial thought before the guy even puts on my jersey is, bro, the guy's not even worried about staying. Imagine he goes through, and we hope not, imagine he goes through the same struggles that, that Darwin went, in, went through in the first year. You're going to question, is it a confidence thing? Is it an adaptability thing? Or is it just the guy that's his heart is not in here? The guy doesn't want to be here. Yeah. I mean, you just you're opening up a can of worms that you don't have to. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I, I get I get all of that. I, I really do. Um I get all of that. I, I think that just it, it just leaves you with a little bit of uh of a sour taste in your mouth, so uh, I think you better you better bring the goods, man. Because uh, certainly, you know, he, there's a lot of fans out there. Not not my not myself, uh, but there's a lot of fans out there that are ready to crucify him because they, you know, they he didn't they feel that they didn't, didn't respect the club. Well, here's the thing that, as we know, in Benfica world, there's nobody's ever happy. Not not everybody's ever happy. I should say. Right, they're always people are always gonna find something to complain about, right? And and I think I'm one of those people on the chat, I'm on a podcast. I'm always complaining about something, but they just 
this guy just added, gave him a reason, right, to dislike him or to 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 not be pleased with, you know, his arrival, right? Until the guy shows on the field that look, he's committed a hundred percent. It just to me, it it was nonsense. To me, it was amateur, amateur, very amateurish from Benfica. Uh, if Benfica indeed had something to do with it, if Benfica did portray it as that, like, you know, I don't have a problem if that was their selling pitch, but Benfica really has to tell them, you can't say this publicly. Look, I'm going to tell you, this is the reality, but publicly, yeah, you love the club, you can't wait to get started. And his agent, if that was on advice from him, and look, he's a young kid and he makes mistakes, but these guys get training constantly on interviews on how to how to speak in front what things to say what not to say they're constantly trained at this yeah it just should have been a smarter choice of words by him should have been his agent his people should have been by his side look the media is going to be waiting for you look yo you love benfica all right that's it you can't wait it's red and white just like river right staying with your colors you can't wait this has always been a dream yada 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 you know that ain't shit shorisu stuff right and you keep it moving but now this just brought some 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 a little bit of I don't want to call it controversy, but you know, like the sideshow, right? Just a little something that, uh, extra for you to look at, and, and, and you know, and, and, and not to be happy about. And God forbid he doesn't have the best of starts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure plenty of people are gonna be pointed to that. Yeah, he's gonna have uh, he's gonna have a short leash. He's gonna have a short leash if um, if he doesn't have a, a very good start, man. Anyway, um, I know that we've already uh, gone, and while I was trying to fix this, uh, Cristiano, uh, no, Dave is going to go. But um, Cristiano is, uh, has already spoke about uh, St. George's uh, training camp for Benfica. Benfica uh, traveled to uh, England to uh, work at St. George's camp. 39 players made the trip. Uh, another thing that where we're, there's a lot of people making a big stink out of it, uh, we did briefly discuss it last week in terms of the players who are already at camp, plus the seven players that were about to join that joined just this uh, this past weekend. So now um, Roger Schmidt took 39 players to um, to St. George's. I don't see a problem with that. I, I do understand that you know a smaller group is is more manageable, but understanding that he hasn't had any time with the seven players that joined the team later and also that those players will have to go through the that initial week of very rigorous uh training physical training and that he's probably not going to count on them for a lot of uh tactical exercises and 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 things on on the pitch it kind of makes sense that he he kept some of the other players because you know it it keeps the the group together but as you look at the players that that played against uh, Reading or the, the the two teams that played against Reading, there were guys that were left out. So maybe those guys are, aside from Musa who was uh, injured, there were other guys that didn't that didn't really play. Uh, Tiago Veia didn't really play, uh, and there was other guys that uh, well, that of, didn't play. To quote to quote. Professor Ginastic Rui Vitoria, you were sitting next to me in Toronto when I asked him the question why so and so didn't play, and he said we brought thirty one players and only twenty two of them could play today. Right? And so obviously there's gonna be some guys that were missing in this one game. I get all that. But to me, Alfredo, thirty nine players is just way too much. You have a lot of palia sicker there 
that has no business being on this team. You have a lot of Palliasica that the coaching staff sh- should know by now, Skonto Quills or no. The president, the sporting director, these guys all know they should have, and if they don't, it, it is bad on their part. They should have a clue. They should have an idea prior to the team taking off for preseason who's going to be a part, who's not going to be a part. To be, this is a bad job by the people in charge of deciding and making decisions on who belongs and who doesn't. Like you guys say, Mega Justão, Majestão in Portuguese, is that how you say it? Could be. Just don't, right? It just, to me, it makes absolutely no sense. And this whole thing of Roger Schmidt, Roger Schmidt, I think he's taking one for the team. He's taking a bullet. And, you know, because, oh, Roger Schmidt wanted to see everybody. Yeah, Roger Schmidt really wants to see Andre Almeida. He really wants to see Andre Almeida up close and personal to see if this guy really has a future with his team. He re- Yeah, Gabriel, he needs to see him again. Yeah, yeah, come on. Dude, that just, bro. Yeah, look, um... I don't know. You you can make the argument that club took uh, thirty eight players to uh, Thailand. Are we gonna compare everybody else? No, but I'm just saying it's not Klopp, something that's Klopp, not unseen. Klopp could take a hundred players, but he knows what his twenty five are, and I'm pretty sure that in in every practice and every meaningful situation, he's got his twenty five guys. Those are the guys that are getting the ball, touching the ball, getting the instructions, learning the tactical awareness, learning the everything they have to learn the system. It's those 25 guys. The rest are on the side kicking the ball amongst each other. They're not taking up time. And plus, that system has been implemented for four or five years now. Every player knows what to expect, what not to expect. Instead of Benfica, you have players that are taking up time and opportunities for players that are going to be a part of this squad going to the future. He has to implement his system. He has to implement his tactical work. And just you have too much palia there. It may, dude. I'm sorry. It makes absolutely no sense. And please, let's stop comparing every what everybody else does. Klopp has been in place. Yeah, but it's not unheard years. of. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not unheard of on when a new coach comes in. Even more a new coach because he doesn't know the players. Would Klopp? Uh, Klopp shouldn't have an bro, excuse because he should know what his core group of players are. Bro, to, a new coach knows I'm, shit about I'm players. Play your game. I'm gonna play your game. Because I just said, don't let's not compare everybody. I'm going to play a game. I'm going to compare. Ten Hag, whatever his name, Ten Ter Hag, whatever his name is, the new guy at, 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 at Man United. Before he, before he took the job, he had a list of 15 players that were gone. He's like, yo, I don't need to see him. Gone. That's it. Arrivederci. He's made his decision. They cut a shitload of guys. He had no, he wanted no interest. He didn't want him at practice, taking up time and opportunity from the players that he wants in the team, on the team, to play day one. Cut. There's plenty of Alfredo. There are plenty, and I'm pretty sure guys in the chat will tell you. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody can look it up. Look up the coach that takes over a new team. He comes in with a list of players that he's counting on, the players that he's not counting on. ASAP. Don't tell me that 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 that, that Roger Schmidt needs to look at Andre Almeida. Don't tell me that Roger Schmidt needs to look at Shikin. Don't tell me that Roger Schmidt needs to look at Mate. Don't tell me the Rashman needs to look at Gabriel. Don't tell me the Rashman needs to look at PZ. It's just, they, they are, bro, this isn't in, in some fifth world country, in some league that nobody, but at, at the worst, the Portuguese league is the top six league in the world. But if he just made a run to the quarterfinals of the Champions League, this coach is very well aware of who's on the team and who's not. It just, I'm sorry. To me, he's taking a bullet for the team. Because the team has no idea what to do with these guys. Yo, rescind their contracts. What's team? Do you really expect the team to come in and pay for Andre Almeida? 
I'm not saying you. I'm saying in general. But do you, like anyone really expect Benfica to sell some of these guys? It's gonna come a day. He just says, "Yo, guys, no equipa, ciao, out. That's it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I don't see. I don't find anything wrong with it. To be honest with you, it's not some. If if I am to get upset about something that's going on at Benfica, that's not one of the things. It's not. I don't think it's – I think that it, it's – is it normal? Probably not. It's not normal that you carry that many players, but you also got seven players and you got Verissimo that's hurt uh, that really haven't even set foot on at Seychelles. So does he now go – so 39 minus 7, you're talking about 32. That's still more than enough. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's still three teams. If you take out another seven out of those thirty-two, twenty-five. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's about the the size, more or less, that you want to work. I don't know. I look. I think I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, uh, and I think that it was on a bullet that he was the guy that asked for the thirty-nine players. You run a company, the company you work for. You come in, you're the new CEO. You want to implement a new system, right? Do you want guy? You want guys like me? That you have no bro, that guy. Postar explicar cinquenta no no He's never gonna Depends how much information he has on these guys. Do you think he has a full uh, a full folder on these these young kids? Do you think he has a full folder on Chiquinho? Alfredo, Alfredo, Alfredo. Probably. Alfredo. I've I've said this. Dave's listening. I said this, Dave, nod if you agree or if, I, if I'm lying. I said it last week. I don't have a pro I don't have a problem at all with the youngsters at training. I don't have a problem with that. I'm cool with that because it's kind of like, you know, you're waving the carrot in front of the, the, the little bunny, right? Like, yo, kids, come get it. This is for you, bora. Right? I'm cool with that. I have a problem with the rest of these palia that are on this club that should have been gone three years ago, and yet they're still here. Those are the guys I have a problem because those guys have no future on this club for this coaching staff, for the pre- for nobody. They have no future. What are they doing here? I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I, I like I said, uh, for me, it's it's uh, it's not something that I'm upset about. Let's see how many people. Um, no, and, and and you guys can't hear Dave, but Dave said, at, at what point do we start looking at the roster and really questioning what moves are being made? I think that going to Algarve is going to um, reshape some of this squad. It's going to trim some of this squad. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think that by the time we go into – by the time we come out of Algarve, what, what do we got um, left after that? N- next Friday, the 22nd, is the last game in Algarve. So – I think after that, then you you got Girona, which they just. So it, so is Fulham. So is Fulham. Fulham is is the last game in Algarve, right? Then they got Girona, uh, in Switzerland, and then they have Newcastle at Stade Luz for the Eusebio Cup. I'm thinking that after after Algarve, you. You gotta go. You gotta go to uh, a place where you're having 
25, 26, and with a few guys that need placement. And I don't know. I we don't even know how he's gonna how he's gonna take care of the guys. Uh, how he's gonna take care of the guys that are uh, that that are that are don't count for him, bro. I'm I'm seeing some of these chats. You know, I'm I'm reading some of these messages in the chat board, right? About you know they have to stay fit uh, for other teams. Guys, when I say don't take them on the preseason uh, tour training, whatever the hell you want to call it, right? When I say that, I don't mean like, yo, one of those guys, uh, tell them to go to, to the festival sun to tell them to eat some some bifanas and drink some beer. That's not what I mean. Bro, when I say don't take them, they're staying at a Benfica. They're still contract to Benfica. They're going to have to train. They're still going to be training. They're still going to have some type of reserve coaches taking care of these guys. They're not going to be ignored. So they'll still be getting in the, you know, the proper uh, exercise and whatever it is that, to stay in shape. They're going to get that. <laughs> they don't have to be one of 39 guys taking up opportunities for the young players to get better. Uh, these young players, the more they do it, the better they get, right? And so you have to have these young players around these veteran guys and playing and getting to understand what it's like to be a professional, what it takes to be a professional, what it is that you can aspire to be if you bust your ass, do what you got to do. This is what you can do. And instead, you might have a kid, for example, like a Mureta, who is not getting the proper uh, time, the proper opportunities, or, or you know, it, 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 through a drill at practice because you got Chiquinho that's got to take him and, and PZ. Oh, we got to get PZ. So now instead of Mureta taking 10 you know, run-ins through the cones with the ball, for an example, right? He's taking four because you got to give PZ another five and you got to keep everybody active. Come on, bro. Keep, bro, this is what I try to tell you guys every day. And I'm and I'm sorry if I come off as arrogant and, and dumb because this is not what I intend to be. Please, please don't take this the wrong way. But I tell you guys all the freaking time when I come out here, and Alfredo's heard this phrase from me a million times. Ladies and gentlemen, this is big boy soccer. This ain't the little co-ed league that we play. We pay for our kids to play, and everybody plays, and you're paying. So, hey, my kid better play. He sucks. The guy don't even know how to kick a ball. But I'm paying you. He better play. This ain't little kid soccer. This is big boy soccer. You can't be worried about hurting feelings. Bro, you're 33. So, Andre Almeida, I love you. You're, and I, I'm one of the few, and I get ripped for this, guys, when I speak to many of my friends, right? I believe Andre Almeida should have a bust in a museum at the at the Benfica Museum. How about that? You're like, are you crazy? That guy's a bump. I don't care. That guy is one of very few players in the history of Benfica to win the, 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 the what is it, the Tetra? Tetra, right, four in a row. He's one of five or six players in the history of the club that's won four in a row. I believe he should have his little plaque, his remembrance, you know, for us to talk about from years on, from years. PZ, PZ, if you look at his numbers. PZ gets another 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 plaque, too? Of course. Oh, Him P and PZ? Oh, PZ, for sure. I mean, yo. Whether you like PZ or not, you go look at his numbers, games played, and goals no and doubt. assists. The guy, psh, he's probably in the top three in the history of the club. So we're very appreciative. We're not going to forget you and just completely discard you. We get thank you for your contribution. But, bro, the road ends here. Sorry. Now I need to look at Mureira. I need to look at this Martin Net. I need to look at these kids. I've seen you already. I, I Januda. You get what I'm saying? Shaquille, you go back to Murirens. We, Bro, we've seen what you could do. And look, we're not, um, we're not excited about you. Here's, here's what I think. Number one, we already mentioned that last week that it's good for the players to, to work out. 
with the team, regardless of whether they count or not. I do understand the point of they're stealing precious minutes from another guy. If you take five or six players that you don't count on, and I'm sure it's probably more, and you put them in the Seychelles uh, training by themselves, you lose a little bit of the the upper hand that you have in negotiating because clubs are going to say, well, this guy doesn't count for you, uh, so I'm going to lower the price. So you lose some of the leverage on that negotiating if a player all of a sudden is outcast. Uh, so I don't know if that's the reason why Benfica is keeping these guys around. I don't know, man. I'm just throwing things out there. I'm just throwing – but I do agree with you. But Why should we be spending time with Chiquinho when we got other guys that we could be giving minutes to? Or Gilles Diaz or whatever. I get it. I get it. Um, anyway. The more repetitions, the better you get. And those repetitions should be going to these young kids, right, and not this dead wood. And Manny, I see, I see Manny Valadon. You know, he makes a comment. Gil Diaz, Pizzi, Chiquinho, Andrea Almeida, Meite, Terap, Grimaldo sold seven easy. Come on, dude. Who's going to buy? Who's going to buy Pizzi? Who's going to buy Andrea Almeida? Meite all three years at Terap at this age, 32. Grimaldo, okay, you can sell him. You get a couple couple balls for him. I mean, these guys, this is why they're still here because nobody wants them. It's going to come to a point that Benfica is going to have to say, yo, pa, listen, we're mutually. We mutually go our own ways, right? We rescind our contracts. You go your way, we go my, I go my way. End the story. Or it's going to come up with, you don't want to rescind? That's fine. You got to practice on your own. You'll be as a shower by yourself. You can't be taking up time and space, right? Because we have every club shit. Bro, but this is the shit that's, that's pissing me off is that this should have been established, right? These decisions should have been made before day one, before they turned up at 20, what was it, 27th? I think it's 27th, right? Yeah. S.A. Shaw. These decisions should have been made then. Before then. Not now. Shouldn't be going through this now. I'm sorry, guys. It just, it, it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't speak, doesn't speak well for the current situation. And this thing, if, you know, as he says it, oh, the coach said, if he said it, you got to respect. Yeah, like I said, he took one for the team. Because if he's saying, like, oh, okay, up, I fui trenador, oh, we got, of course. He's, I don't think, I don't think any coach. Wants 39 players at practice, ever. And don't bring me the Klopp shit. Klopp takes guys as a reward. Those guys, they're hitting on all cylinders. Everybody knows what's expected of one another. They're not there trying out Chiquinhos and Andre Almeidas. Yeah, so uh, against Reading, uh, Cristiano was already mentioned that he watched the game, but I watched some of the game. Uh, first uh, starting level for Benfica, Helton was in goal. Gilberto, Tony Silva, Murato, and Grimaldo. Uh, Florentino and Weigel in the middle. Neres on one side, Rafa on the other. João Mario uh, behind uh, Henrique Araújo. Um, first impressions. You, I think that from what I see, there's already – a semblance of of some of what Roger Schmidt's ideas are, right? So the the high press, uh, that urgency to get the ball back, that's all there. Uh, I just think that that there's an issue uh, or or needs to be worked on is the defensive transition because when the press is broken, uh, Benfica sees themselves in an unbalanced 
position in terms of defending. Uh, and the, there was a couple times that Reading came up, uh, and it was very easy to go through the defense, and they they created problems for Benfica. But in terms of uh, the things that that I'm that I'm seeing, uh, and and the little things that you you pick up here and there, uh, a lot of short pass combinations coming out of the back, even the center backs, which is usually a, a position where guys don't don't like to to invent. Or, or to to play around, even those guys are playing first touch out of the back. But you can only do that first touch, uh, first touch, and play first touch if you got guys uh, putting in the work rate to offer um, a target for you. So that first touch always has to have somebody to receive it. And if you're not working to put yourself in a position to receive that pass or to make yourself available for your teammate to get out of a sticky situation then you know all of that is part of the work that's being put in so the the high press the first touch build out um the the offensive transitions looking for guys between lines uh i think that it's all in the right path i just think that the defensive transition uh aspect of um of the game of the team so far is something that needs uh some work um in the second half uh samu Suarez, Ba, Tomás Araújo, Almeida, and Ristich, uh, Maite and Bernardo, or Paulo Bernardo, Pizzi in front of them, Gil Dias, and uh, who is the other? The other uh, Gil Dias, Moreira. I forgot who the other uh, winger was. Maybe you guys could help me out in the chat there. Um, but in the second half was when Bifiga was able to get goals. I mean, not that, not that it's important at this time because there's uh, at this time in the preseason because there's so much uh, going on, so many changes, so many things being altered and experimented that you really can't look at these results and say, "Hey, it's good." It's good to to get a win at the end of the day, but I think that you can't take much out of um, out of a result. Uh, the things that you can look at is the processes that are being implemented, the ideas that are being transferred, how the ideas are being assimilated and understood and interpreted. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, I think that uh, by the the time Benfica plays in the Algarve Cup, which uh, comes up uh, this weekend, we should be able to see uh, some more improvements to the team. So, you know, I feel I feel good at where the team is at right now, despite, you know, this whole conversation that we've had about 39 players and and some guys not getting the opportunities that or more reps than they should because we're giving time to uh, to Andre Almeida's and, and, and such. But uh, I think that uh, I feel encouraged by the first thing that um, – by the first uh, official – well, official – I guess it is official, official game of the uh, preseason. So I'm I'm pretty happy. Um, I don't know what what you guys thought in chat and what you thought about the game, but but certainly my feeling was that uh, we're on the right path. It's still way 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 early, but I think that the the team is on the right path. Cristiano, I know I that you the game, you didn't so. watch the game, but uh, you know from from some some of the guys that you uh, that you have spoken to, what what are some of those uh, things that you were able to to pick up on? What's the consensus out there between your friends? Um, it's a practice game. Uh, too many players in the at St George's Park. That's basically that's the that's that's basically everything everybody talked about was just that. It's too I many mean, players. Newspapers I read that Ristic looked decent. That uh, Chiquinho was Chiquinho. Uh, Joao Mario. I don't know somebody. Who was it? it was Joao Mario? 
Joe Mario? I think Joe Mario, they said, played pretty well. Again, I didn't watch it, so I mean, I think, yeah, I, I think this is, you know, a grain of salt, man. Yeah, because Joe Mario had a good start of the season. And here's the, here's the thing there's a lot of guys that come and have a, a, an extremely good start of the season. And that could just be because the work that they put in in the offseason is something that allows them to get to, to preseason in a very good shape and you're not struggling to recover. Because you're used to it, but then we also saw Jean Mighty fade away. Yeah, I mean after four or five games. But we saw that. Oh, you mean last year? Yeah, last oh, year. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. I was gonna say we saw that last year. I thought you may faded away in a game here. Um, look, when's the next game? It's against Fulham. You said the next game is against Nice. Nice, 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 French. Is it Algarve? It's in Algarve. It's so the we're first hoping game. that it's actually like good TV. Is it gonna be on TV? We assume yeah. it is, right? Okay. Yeah. I'll be tuned into that one. But, you know, obviously, everything we anticipated and we heard about the coach before he took over, right, which was the high press, uh, you know, all, all that good stuff uh, that that we were all excited about uh, from this coaching staff, I think we saw, from what I hear at least, we saw some of that um, in this first game here. So you could tell that he, the club is already taking the shape of, of Roger Schmidt, which really – Brings me back what to my respect. No, but it brings me back to my point. Your boy. No, it brings me back to my point. Your the, point. Like, too many, too many guys. Too many. Like you should exactly. You should be driving that freaking message down the guys' brains that are gonna be there, not the guys. sardinas in a couple of weeks. It just makes no sense. That's it. Yeah, I don't. I I tend to look at things a little bit different than to give the benefit of the doubt. But I certainly understand, that, and I'm not against what you're saying, and and it's not that I'm. Disagreeing, I just look at it differently. I don't. I don't make too much but of it. But see, that's deal. the problem. That's the problem. The problem is that there's no exigencia. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. Being fico, being fico. It's been like this for years now. That everybody, yeah, I don't. I don't. Just, I, I don't have a preseason, bro. Everything's always. But there's never anything that matters. It's always. But it's. But I understand, bro. Exigencia. Tu no vals put na rua. Bora. That's acabou. That's it. Go look around the world. Go look at any successful business. Go look at any successful enterprise, anything you want. Anybody that has success in the world, they make those tough decisions. And a lot of people don't like it. But, yo, you got to. Andrea Almeida. Va, está aquí, olha aqui, un paso. Olha aquí, toma. Puedes ver los streams, todos tú quieres ver. Toma la. Yo, you get inside the locker room, toma un paso. All right? Pizzi, toma un paso para ti. Cause me the museo. Bro, that's it. No, Pizzi was, was the other guy that, that played. Oh no, no, I, I did have. You PC, mentioned sorry. easy, okay, but that you know, like, bro, tough decisions. All this stuff that I get it, it's okay. I don't care. You don't care, and then well, none of us care, right? People don't care because oh, Klopp took thirty-one and da 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 da. But then Benfica goes and plays that first Champions League playoff game, and they lose. All of a sudden, you're gonna be caring a lot. I'll come these guys. Oh, what do you mean? What do you, what, what do you mean? Oh, because instead of having the guys that andavas alia, olha, enxerriço, André Almeida, vai agora tu pisi, bora. Oh, Chiquinho, bora. And the guys that count, bro, I want the guys that are going to be part of this club to play with each other as much as possible, get to understand one another, get to understand the tactical, uh, uh, the, the the requests from demands from the coaching staff, get to understand. Like, that's what I, that's to me what a preseason is. It's, it's always been like that. Yeah. It ain't going to change now. Yep. So anyway, more news to come, more, more, more. Hopefully, cuts to come, 
And I think that, but I think that after we, after Roger Smith comes out of England, he will have more or less an idea what what his core is going to be. Uh, Rui Costa joined the team today. Uh, he mentioned that is he the new number ten? There's players that are going to go out and players that are going to come in. So it's the roster's not closed. Oh yeah, but, I don't but, think but the certainly closed by any uh, Then there's whole that whole. Let's make a killer. Pai, tá fechado. Só foi no entra americano. Isto aqui é um trampolim. Vão sair muitos. Vão sair muitos. Isto assim que batem no trampolim até vão à lua. Esquece. Eles daqui saltam. Agora para onde é que não sabemos? Há uns que saltam para fora, outros saltam para dentro. É assim. Anyway, turning our attention now to to the next topic, which is. Yeah. Uh, B-Win Fixtures Let's talk about this What? Can you see it? Bifigo opens up on the 31st of August At home against uh, Aroca Then they will go to uh, Casa Pia Away yeah. in Lisbon Far trip so Far trip, yeah uh, pas, Back home, Pas Freira Pas Freira So the first three games are in Lisboa So for those of you going to Portugal in the summer Yeah You're going to get to watch Benfica right then and there Boom Yeah, first three games If Four you're in August, if you're in Portugal in August You'll get to see uh, Well, you get a chance to see Mas those cuidado, three games Cuidado, vou pagar 35 euros Na Casa Pia Na Casa Pia Game four uh, Boa Vista away Then in September Vizela uh, Home Famalicão uh, Away Maritimo Home Uh, in October, um, Vitória, which is you may also know him as Guimarães, away. They will have home. Fire their coach today, away. Pepe. Yeah, Pepe, the next the guy Pepe who's going to take over for uh, Vitória, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the month of October here with a, with a trip uh, up to uh, Guimarães, those those games usually could be a little tricky. Riwav so, at so home. It's, it's look at this. So well, I was going to say look at this, but no, the one game's at home. So you have a trip to the top of the country against uh, Vitória Guimarães. Then you come home, and then you got to make another trip up north against Futebol do Porto. Uh, just two weeks later. So uh, I know these bus rides could get a little hectic at times. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's you know that's home. that's it, it's tricky. Uh, it's tricky, especially with the uh, with the uh, up then again, north. All those Teams in Portugal, majority of them were up north anyway. So yeah, yeah. in November, uh, game at Estrela Praia, which is not too far, and then a trip up Only to uh, Gil Vicente. That's what national team breaks. Yeah, uh, no, because November is when the World Cup oh, starts, that's right. right? I'm so stupid. Yes. The World Cup starts around yeah. uh, middle of November, so that's why we only got two games in November. You only have one game in December. It's Braga, uh, Braga, which is uh, away. So we go go to Porto and Braga. Uh, away first. in the first round. Uh, then in, in January, uh, Portimonense at home, Sporting at home, and Santa Clara away. By the way, that's the only time throughout the whole year that Benfica play back-to-back home games. Right. Um, they play follow the next two weeks, Santa Clara and Aroca. Yeah. Back-to-back away games. Yeah, but uh, Santa Clara is the last game of the first round, so it it, it flips around. So Aroca, we opened up at home. Now we go to Aroca. So Santa Clara... Uh, in the Azores Islands, and then and in Aroca, back to back. Yeah, uh, Sporting in the next to last fixture. So we we have to see how away. the league d- develops. Uh, yeah, away. Uh, so we have uh, both Braga and Porto at home in the second round, but we go to Sporting in the penultimate game of the league. So. 
sprinkling sprinkling some some league cup games and Taça Portugal games and and Champions League hopefully games and it's going to be a busy schedule yeah uh and especially with the World Cup man yeah, I, I'm thing. curious we, to see what the dynamics is going to be like yeah it's a good thing we got 39 players they'll be fresh oh yeah they'll all be fresh fresh que nem so we start the season and two months later we get a break so tão cansadinhos fresh que nem Almeida's going to be on the World Cup squad, no? Oh, yeah. Bachi ball. Bachi ball. Bachi ball. Um, anyway, in terms of uh, of the of the market, I had written here some 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 loose notes um, for the market. Uh, what, like the stock market? João Vitor joined the Benfica. I don't think we had that official yeah, last did. last week. We talked about he got hurt. We did. We did. We, did we have an official? Well, we, we just said the guy, total, total Benfica signature. Look, he gets hurt. We were live when he got hurt in a game against Boca. Yeah. Sanders. Galatasaray interested in Seferovic. Renj interested in Muratu. Arsenal interested in Grimaldo. Uh, Ricardo Horta. Talk about a little bit about Ricardo Horta. I'm going to take a little break. Talk a little bit about Ricardo Horta. Look, I think he's a decent player. I think Ricardo Horta is a good player. He's a good player. I wouldn't mind having him at Benfica, but this, this, all this noise going back and forth. I mean, you're thinking you're talking about, you know, Lionel Messi here. Um, and in particular, when you have all this BS back and forth going on with Antonio Salvador, and look, man. He's obviously trying to make things harder for Benfica, but at the same time, I understand. Look, he's gonna, he's gonna try to do his very best uh, for his club, which is the more he sells him for, the higher cut he gets because he only owns two percent. I mean, ten percent, I believe. So he's gonna get ten percent of whatever transfer comes in. Um, but that being said, dude, there's just so much going on for a player that I, I don't think is a must-have. And I know a lot of Benficaistas are gonna crucify me because oh, the guy's a die-hard Benficaista. Him and his brother. So I'm a die-hard Benficaista too, and I don't see any of you guys crying about buying me. Yeah. So um, no. Look, I, I just think too much, too much done about nothing. I wouldn't. I, I, I ten million is the tops I'd pay for. Yeah, I'm I with you. I wouldn't go over that. Now they're talking about twelve million. I'm with you. Plus two more players. Like, get, dude. I'm I, you know, look, I, I get uh, the guys have been fikish. They all feel the club. It, you know, we're missing a lot of guys. You know that understand the importance of the club and, and the club's identity. I get that, man. But twenty million for Ricardo Duarte. We could go get. A guy for three quarters of the price, and I said, you know, I was watching a continue yesterday, and I, I said that on a chat. We could go get a guy for three quarters of the price that Salvador is, is asking for Ricardo Orta and a guy that's going to start. Like, start. And who's that? No, say, mas qualquer gajo. How much did Renato Sanchez go to, uh, go to PSG for? But that's not three quarters. PSG. He didn't go to PSG. Where'd he go? He's at Lille. He's going to PSG for ten oh, million. Apparently, he ain't going. He ain't going to no ten million. Rajvich. Get a Lille ain't selling him for ten million. But uh, there's reports he got Milan and PSG. He's been offered to both. Milan's really interested, but PSG's apparently offering him more money. Ultimately, he's probably gonna wind up at PSG, but it ain't gonna be for no ten million. No, but I'm saying you don't think that there's a guy out there that we could get for 15 million that would be a, yeah, but that's a, not a dead third, on starter. But that's not a third of for Ricardo Huerta. If it's uh, two thirds, three quarters, so two thirds. Now, yeah, look, it, it, are there players that you could get for 10 million? 
that could start for Benfica, yes. What about 15 million? Yeah, of course. Obviously, if there's 10, there's quite <laughs> 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 No, but uh, there, there are guys. The, does anybody get the logic behind this? That the fact that you know this guy's asking us for twenty million, and Cristiano's already mentioned because he owns ten percent of the pass, so obviously you would get a little bit of that, uh, and that's why maybe he's asking so much money. Bro, but you does, hear me? That doesn't make any talk sense about this guy. You think look, to me, Ricardo Huerta is 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 an add on. He is. He is add on. He's not a twenty million guy. He's not a guy. That, oh, my God, I got him on this team now, bro. This shit's going to blow up. He's a nice player. I don't want to shit on a player. I like him. I like him, and I like his brother. Really good players. I'm not nothing against the player himself, but wow. 20 mil. I mean, come on, dude. 27 not 20, years old. They're not 20 million worth. That's for sure. But you hear me think you should talk about him on Twitter. Where you think you're getting, you know, the second coming of Diamantino. Like, no, nah, man. Oh, I'm, so I'm, done. I'm done with that, man. I'm done. Would you pay 20 million for Musrati? Musrati, I need, bro. Musrati, I've needed for years. Musrati is the forget Musrati. The defensive center mid position is the new right back position. For years, we did not until now. We did not strengthen. It was like trying to buy little lottery tickets, and we hit one. We actually hit a scratch off with Gilberto, but was trying to get little lottery tickets, and we ignored, we ignored, we ignored until now. We spent eight million on Ba, and I think the defensive center mid position has been like this ever since Feja left. We haven't had an adequate defense center mid, and we're gonna go into the talk of 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 of, of the Florentino, uh, Florentino, and 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 this and that. And it's like, bro, again, there's levels to this. There are good players, and then there are good players for Benfica. There are levels, okay. There's a reason why there's a lot of guys that you know struggle when they get to higher competition, bigger teams. The expectations, it all changes. And so I think Benfica needs to do whatever they need to do to go get me a defensive center mid that I have no doubt about playing that guy 10 out of 10 times. I would love to have a Musrati with Florentino backing him up and Florentino learning and hoping and, and, and hopefully having Florentino develop to the player that we've all wanted and expected him to get to. He just hasn't gotten there yet. We don't know if he'll ever get there, but I think the pressure on Florentino would be drastically lower than 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 it would with if he's the man. I think you bring a guy like that, like the other guy that I want, Sangre from 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 PSV. <clears throat> give me Asmurati, give me a Sangre, whatever. You bring one of those guys and you got Florentino backing him up. I'm hundred percent okay with that. I'm ready to move on. But I just, bro, all these question marks, guys. This is why Benfica's in a gutter. Too many question marks, too many passive signings, too many. But I like this guy. I don't like that guy. But forget it. But this is big boy soccer, man. We want guys that have quality. Benfica needs to fill this roster with quality players. And if you're spending $20 million on Ricardo Huerta, you should get your head examined. <laughs> I don't disagree, man. I'm I'm, I'm so done with, with this whole Ricardo Huerta thing, man. So done. And now, all of a sudden, now now Porto comes into play, obviously, because there's always something of uh, inciting uh, competitiveness in terms of getting players that the other team is struggling to get. There's always that thing that plays out in the media. Uh, to me, it, it, it this should have been shut already. I think that uh, Rui Costa should have, either Rui Costa or Braz should have already uh, made their, their public 
position known about this, and if they're Bro, not interested, just playing, move on. This guy's playing games with us. He's yeah, just just messages and just shut it and, down. And he's praising. That's fine. Do 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 what you gotta do. I'm, I'm moving on. You need us more than I need no, you. But what I'm saying, Benfica should shut shut the sh- shut the shit down. No, but Benfica should just say, look, uh, here's my offer, ten mil. Take it. Or leave. No, okay, that's fine. No hard feelings. Yeah. Hey guys, because remember, we might have to do business with them again later on the line. That's you don't want it. That's fine. Look, that's my final offer. You don't take it. That's cool. Hey, well, I'll see you at the next uh, yeah. team meeting with the with yeah, the president's yeah. meeting the, and the referees. Whatever. Hey, I do to abrace. You move on. Yeah, you don't need to have any any further conversation. Keep it moving. That's this, it. This, this ain't a seventeen year old kid that's ready to blow up at the world stage. It's not. Right. He's a nice player. Would what? you have paid twenty million for uh, David Carm? I like David Carm a lot, man. I like David Carm a lot. Um. I think it's too early to answer that question because I got a guy for $9 million that I don't know enough about. He might be good. And then I'll be like, oh, shit, look, that $20 million. So I don't know. So <laughs> you got to give me you got to give me six months. But but I tell you, it, it, I, I think I said it on Twitter a while ago, but if you need to stop all this crap about these players, go get David Carmo. I think David Carmo is on the verge of taking that next huge step. And then Portuguese, the whole, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to do that, but, you know, obviously it would have been an extra. Uh, and plus, he's from Aveiro, <laughs> another neighbor of mine from Miramar. Only because you said that, you know, I asked about David Carne, he said, I, I don't know yet. Uh, looking back at our acquisition of Rafa from Braga, again, something that we overpaid for. Also, I mean, 16 million. That was 16 million, but at the time was the highest ever yes, between yes. two clubs, was, right? But, but at the time, but see, but, that, but looking back now, but he was young, was he worth 16? Yes, he was young, and you had the battle, right? You don't know if it was intentional or not, but he was also very close to joining Football Club Porto, so you needed to get that young, next up and coming Portuguese star. You had to overpay a little bit. There isn't that battle going back and forth right now for Ricardo Huerta, like it just isn't. Again, if he was twenty, he's twenty-seven, right? Yeah, he's twenty-seven. Right, it's yeah, nice not, player. It's not. Uh, it's not worth it. Goodbye. See you later. Nice player, like uh, at Braga. He's an excellent player. I just, yeah. I'm not sure he'd be that same player at Benfica. Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, well, Benfica should have already made their position public, saying, "Look, it's ten million. If it's not ten million, we're we're done." And look, from maybe we throw hear, we'll throw a player in there. From everything I hear, he. he He's trying to become. He's trying to do everything he can to come to Benfica. His agents have, have tried to. They've tried to do everything they can to come to Benfica. Um, but there's obviously the stronger force in the room is. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Salvador. Salvador. And Salvador, look, man, we could sit here and and, and crap on the guy all we want. Well, they're good buddies with Luis Vieira. The guy, forget, but see, but forget all that. That's what I'm trying to say. We could sit here and try to. Try to diminish what the guy wants, what he does, what he's doing, and all this. At the end of the day, bro, when you sell your car, you're not going to sell it like, hey, I got a car, I'm going to put up for a sale sign. Somebody show up $5, like, here, take it. No, dude, the guy has to maximize the return because he only owns, Braga only owns 10% of Ricardo Huerta's pass. Yeah, no, I get that. Therefore, like, even think about it. He's if trying they, to get as much money as possible. If they sell him at $20 million, they get two mil. That's all they're getting. Yeah. If they sell them at ten mil, they get a million. 
That's it. So I get that he's doing the very best he can for his club. I'm not mad at the guy. I'm just we're really pissing me off about the guy. It's all the BS going back and forth and yeah. praising the other club and all oh, they know how to negotiate. But it's just that's unnecessary. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Mefika should have already walked away and made their 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 intentions public, uh, saying we're you know we don't plan on paying more than ten million for this player. So if if that's not the deal that's on the table, we're walking. I think that's what it should have done. I think it's it's getting way too dragged out already, uh, and we really don't don't need anything. And I don't know how much lower that uh, that Salvador is going to come in. And it's like it's like you were saying, right? You look at the player, right? Uh, and could he play ten? Maybe he could play ten, but I don't think he's the ten that we need. While you're looking at Musrati, as you said, is is something that we've been missing in our in our in our roster for a very long time. So maybe the the um, no, the do, investment is worth it. We do need a ten. We do need a ten, we but do I don't think Horta is that guy. I don't think Horta is that guy. Anyway, what else we got? That's it. That's it. Let's go. Thank you, all the Freddies. I know you guys were very active. I was uh, out of the corner of my eye. I could see uh, the the chat and yeah, Christina's awesome. uh, iPad. Awesome. Um, sorry, we didn't get to follow. We had a little bit Carlos of. Carlos says uh, he thinks I was worth it. You were worth it. No, he's talking about uh, uh, Rafa. I'm just messing around. Think you Rafa was worth it? He thinks. Yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure that's what he's referring to. Too. He's like, I think he was worth it. Yes, I think he's talking about Rafa. Yeah. I think it was worth it as well. I mean, the 16 mil have come in hand. I mean, they won titles. Um, he was really good at time. And he's still, like, say what you want. It, 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 this is why Rafa is such a frustrating topic, which is when he's on, he is arguably the best player in Portugal. Unplayable. The guy's in the conversation as the best player in Portugal. But that's for, like, the two, three months. And then he disappears. And so... It, it, we've said this, and I think, I mean, guys, roll back the tape. I've said it over and over. If he's able to keep that consistency for the full eight, nine months of the season, he wouldn't be at Benfica no more. He would have been gone. Yeah. Because he has the one thing you can't teach. There's two things in sports you can't Outra teach. Vez, simply spa. But it's but it's a fact. Yeah, it's just a bimsh. But maybe somebody listening right now has never la, heard la, it la, before. La. <laughs> speed? You can't teach speed and size. And size. You can't teach either one of you. Yo, two things or no things. Ever that. So he's got that one thing that everybody wants and everybody's looking for, which is that speed. But that speed, consistency, baby. he uh, doesn't put it together all the time. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for your um, for your participation in the chat and your presence in the chat. Love you guys. Um, Love you, Lord. Next week, we, we promise that uh, Dave will be here. We'll figure we'll figure this out. Third time is going to be a charm. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for for checking us out. Take care. Later. Peace.